The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. What's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, I.J. Salveson. It's a Thursday. You can see the weekend from here. Thanks for tuning in, joining us on The Fan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Nice of you to join me today, RJ. I I was like, where's Eric at? And I look at the clock, and I'm, huh, it's 4 o'clock. <laughs> I guess how to get in there. Nah, he's doing great. <laughs> Rod, do you think Eric needs me? Yeah, he always needs you. You're, you two do a great job. Rod, quit kissing up to me. I love Rod. Hey, uh, Eric, uh, a lot to... Rod's uh, a great human being. Like, yeah, I just because he kisses up to you all the time. I feel bad for him when Even, you even when he studio. knows I'm right and you're wrong, he'll he still be like, thought, Eric, look, Ajay's you know what? very nice uh, today. <laughs> yeah, what was that about? <laughs> I had a three-piece suit on, huh? <laughs> At the corner of his eye, he thought you were dressed, <laughs> dressed to the nines, but apparently not quite so. <laughs> You're not that important, Eric. You're getting there, but, you know, I'm not going to overdress for this event. Remember one time you did show up in a shirt and time, like, what, what are you doing? Like, what, what? What was that for? Oh, did my grandma died that day? I might, my grandma might have died that day. You were like, probably, like, interviewing for another job. You were making fun of me. You know, you and a couple other people here keep saying, oh, when you go big, are you guys just trying to get rid of me? Is that? Is we that- just want you to remember us. Eric, I've never forgotten you. Even when I was working in Salt Lake, I never forgot you. That's very touching. I appreciate that. That's good. Hey, supposedly I donated money to the USU Athletics. Supposedly? <laughs> Either you did or you didn't. You should know this. Well, they said I did. <laughs> okay. A bunch of different things we're going to touch on today. Uh, USU men's basketball. They started practice earlier this week. Today was the first day they made themselves available to the media. Ajay was there. Uh, so we'll hear from Coach Craig Smith. We'll hear from Abel Porter. We'll hear from Sam Merrill. Um, and Ajay, your, your, some of your observations, what you saw when you got there. Uh, also, Utah State continues to get ready for Colorado State. It's game week. Utah State and the Rams. Squaring off Saturday at 5.30 there on Merlin Olsen Field. And uh, we'll hear from Jalen Warren. We'll hear from Shaq Bond. Both of those guys in their own ways, I think, could have big games on Saturday. Uh, and the Major League Baseball, pretty much the playoffs are now set. Even though there's still a couple more games left. There's a few things still to be determined, but um, there's uh, some things that have becoming a little bit more clear now. Now with just a few games left. And as we were coming to the end of the season, we thought, you know what? We should do our own postseason award. We should. And I swear, if you pick any Cubs as the MVP, <laughs> it's going to be hell to pay. What if I pick one who is a manager? Yeah, Joe Mann should be the manager and NL or NL MVP for helping out everybody else. <laughs> uh, not going to go there. <laughs> Man, and, your Cubs just—I mean—are garbage. They totally have self-destructed the last two weeks. You think they're tanking for the uh, number one MLB draft pick next year? I don't know how to explain them being that bad with that they, good talent. They just gave up. 
I think they, well, I don't want, the last few days they've given up. But um, they just, I don't know, how many games in a row they lost by just one run. I, I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to go there. Mentally, I don't want to be in that space. Yeah, my Braves are in the playoffs, thank goodness. Now it's just who do we face. I'm terrified it's going to be the Cardinals because the Cardinals own us. I'd rather face like the Brewers. We could sweep the Brewers. Cardinals I'm terrified of. Um, and uh, Pretty much Milwaukee clinched, right? They're, they're going yes. to be in the wild card. Yep, they're the wild card game. Um, Who would they play? At Washington, is that right? They'd have to go to Washington then. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, think, right, as of this moment, I think, yes, Washington has the advantage. But I thought. Kind of a similar story. Very, very close in the American League. Oakland has a slight advantage over Tampa Tampa Bay. Uh, but the, the Indians aren't totally out of it yet. So there's still, still something to be determined there in the American League. Uh, it, another interesting note about Major League Baseball, Minnesota Twins. Did you see this? Yesterday, they became the first team in Major League history as a team to hit 300 home runs in a season. And clearly, there's more games left to be played. They're going to surpass that. Uh, number 300 was a two-run shot by Jonathan Shoup. Um that was in the seventh inning. That was his uh, 23rd home run of the season. And then the next inning, another solo shot for number 301. So, including that, this is the interesting thing about Major League Baseball this year. There have been a lot of home runs. Yes. And that's what's been fun about yeah. Major League Baseball. Do you, okay, you look so at the home run leaders in both leagues, and there's a lot of guys knocking the ball out of the park. 13, including the Twins, 13 teams have set franchise records for home runs this year. Wow. Wow. Hey, so Arizona and Cleveland are on pace to set theirs before the season is over. You brought up a good point. That's something I kind of wonder about you. Are you a, you know, let the ball fly out of the park, high-scoring kind of guy? Or are you a, you know what, two hours, 22 minutes, not, you know, pitchers, duel, you know, it's like like the old days, Greg Maddox versus Andy Pettit. I mean, I mean, what do you like? I like the long ball. Do you? I'm I'm more of a pitcher, so I love seeing great defense, great pitching, and trying to figure it out. I I, I do enjoy the chess match that takes place on the pitcher's mound, um, and how you go about different things depending on lefty or a righty or what your catcher's doing or if there's somebody on base and how that changes everything. I, I enjoy that mental aspect of the game, but a home run is a momentum play. It and is, yeah. It gets everybody juiced. Um, Literally <laughs> and figuratively. Uh, so I don't, I'm, I'm more of a home run guy. I, I don't mind high scores in baseball. Some – Old school people, they, they prefer a low score and a pitcher's duel. But I, yeah, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not that guy. Yeah, I love the pitch. I used to love watching Maddox pitch, man. He was a surgeon on the mound back in the day. 
Him, Smoltz, Glavin. Oh, oh you see this last night that uh, for the Astros, uh, Zach Grunky, Grinky, Grinky. Sorry, almost has a no hitter. He's one out away from a no hitter in the ninth inning. And then uh, Seattle rookie uh, Austin Nola gets a single. It's too bad. Ah, you know what though? That's that's. I, I think that's the hardest thing to do in sports is when you have a no hitter going into the ninth to complete it. That's got to be the hardest thing in sports to accomplish. Uh. A no-hitter going into the ninth or a perfect game going into the ninth? Either. Either. is so tough. Perfect game more so because, I mean, that means that not one race runner has even touched the bag. Right. A no-hitter, you can get away with a walk and be okay. Perfect game. Oh, man. I just It's so hard to accomplish that. And I think pitching a perfect game or no-hitter into the ninth is the hardest thing in sports. So much pressure on the line to... To, yeah, to get everybody, because for the majority of the game, you're just pitching a good game. Yeah, things are going well, and then as later and later as it goes, the pressure mounts. Well, and and I think with that, you, I even the like the home team. If you're the road pitching team, right, and you're on the road, even the home fans are cheering for you at this point. They're like, you know what? Our team sucks. They can't hit the ball. Go get them. Strike all three out. It happens so often. You know, when, when a pitcher's on the road, throwing a per, especially if it's a perfect game, that whole entire crowd's on your side. They can care less about their home team at this point. That's uh, true, because it's a special thing. It, doesn't, it happens yes. so rarely. Yes. Yeah, you should be getting excited about it. You should get behind them. Um, as you, the regular season is coming to a close for Major League Baseball, Ajay, who would you pick as your MVP? Oh, that's a good you question. One of the American League and one of the National League. Oh, that's right, because you get two, huh? Uh, oh, man. <laughs> Bellington has been really good for the Dodgers this year. He's, I mean, just... You could pick anyone on the Dodgers right now, and that's and and it's money, right? I just, I think Bellinger for the Dodgers would be my guy. I totally agree with you, actually. Uh, Cody Bellinger for the the National League, he's been very consistent. Um, he's right there at the top with home runs and uh, batting average. RBI, he's just been a very, very solid contributor for the Dodgers all season long. Um, he, he's my guy for the National League. I had a hard time with the American League. So did I. So did I. And, I don't, and, and to be honest, I don't have an Astro on there. I mean, I, th- I think I had an Astro. When I looked at the top three, I had an Astro in third. But I feel like, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm still having a tough time. Mike Trout has made a really great case to be that AL MVP again, by the way. But if I had to be, I don't know, man. DJ LeMay, who's been really really good for the Yankees, 
Nielsen Cruz has made a pretty good run for Minnesota as well. Alex Bregman was my third guy. So I've... It's between Trout and LeMahieu, and LeMahieu, I think is how you say his name. But I think I might take DJ over Mike Trout. So for me, I, I similarly had a, an internal struggle on this one. I, Mike Trout, great season, not a great team. Dude, they can't win games. They're bad. But uh, you, uh, Bregman was another one I, I looked long and hard at. Um, here's a great player on a great team, one of the, the top teams in the American League. But I have to think about – I think there are some people when they're selecting these types of awards, they just go to who's the best player on the best team. I understand that mentality, but I don't think it necessarily illustrates who is the most valuable, who, who epitomizes the definition of the award. If not for Mike Trout, where would the Angels be? Um, so, I mean, for me, I, went, I eventually did go to Mike Trout. He hasn't played since early September, and he's still near or at the top of several different statistical categories. The guy has not played baseball in over three weeks, <laughs> and he is still at or near the top of many <clears throat> statistical categories. The dude's a beast. Yeah, he's in, dude. Just think if he was playing for a winning team, he's going to become like the Barry Sanders of of baseball. Great player, just a crappy baseball team. And he's I, not going anywhere. No, he's he's well, yeah, due to his own choice, he's stuck there for a long time now. Uh, best pitcher in your mind? Ooh, this one's fun. Now this one I had a blast with Eric on the NL side. It's it, it's been fun. Um, if I had to. Pick somebody, I'd probably give it to Steven Strasburg, who leads the NL, or I guess is tied in the NL in NL or in wins at 17 right now. He's going to be a major, major factor in the playoffs. So I'm guessing he'll start that wild card game. Would be would be my thought. But I mean Steven Strasburg's been incredible. And this is after overcoming I mean, year I back to back years of just serious injuries. He's had surgeries, you know, and trying to get through it all. So yeah, I for me. It's going to be Steven Strasburg. Interesting choice. Um, I, I looked at him. I thought about him. Um, I went through some of the things that he did. and I, uh, That's okay. That's a decent decent thought. Um, boy, Max Scherzer, also for the Nationals, could be looking at him. Um, but ultimately, for me, who I went with was Jacob deGrom. Wow. Uh, he's high up there in ERA. He leads the National League in strikeouts. Um, he was also number one in WHIP, number one in WAR. Uh, he's been so solid on the mound, just like the Mike Trout argument. Just not a lot of defensive support behind. Yeah, him. <laughs> I mean, if the Mets have a little bit better defensive team. This we would all be saying absolutely. This Jacob guy. Degrom, yeah. Well, he's he's second in NL in pitching. I mean, he's he started thirty two games. He's pitched at two hundred four innings. He's given up only fifty nine runs in those two hundred four innings. Uh, or yeah, fifty five. Yeah, fifty nine runs. Fifty five of those are earned. 
He has an ERA, as you said, 2.43. Good heck. Someone help him out. You know, another guy that kind of stuck out to me is the St. Louis Cardinals, Jack Flaherty. That guy's going to make some noise in the playoffs. He's he's going to be a beast in the playoffs. I think Jack's going to have a, a, a lot to say about who gets to the World Series on the NL side. I like him a lot, too. Uh, how about in the American League? You know, in the Maryland, it's kind of interesting. Uh, th- I mean, obviously, there's not as much <laughs> there's not as much pitching in the uh, in the American League. Um, Why do you say that, dude? It's it's like it's the long ball. Like the whole long ball thing is in the AL. It's all about that. For my guy, or uh, for me, it's gonna be uh, Justin Verlander. Uh, Justin's pitch. 217 innings. He only has a 2.53 ERA. Uh, he's he's given up 61 earned runs. I, I and, and by the way, he has a seven. He has a 7.8 WAR average. So an 0.81 WHIP. That's incredible. So with I, I'd say Justin Verlander's my my guy. Um, I I also went with Justin Verlander. Um, I, I think. For me, he he was a great pitcher. He has good defense around him. Uh, he is the, for me, one of the best pitchers in the American League on one of the best teams in the American League. But I mean, twenty wins. I mean, this guy just won games. Um, number one in in wins. He's number one in innings pitched. He's number two in ERA. Uh, Justin Verlander has been a very, very solid addition for the Astros the last couple of years. It just continues to go out there and win games for him. Uh, and stands on the mound strong. and go, Plays a lot of innings. Throws a lot of innings. So, I'm, I'm, I agree with you, Justin Verlander. Uh, my, AL, my AL rookie of the year is going to be Jordan Alvarez for the Houston Astros. Uh, watch this guy play a little bit. But, I mean, he didn't make his Major League debut until June 9th, Eric. And since then, he's just been on this tear. He leads the league with a 1.103 OPS. He's slugging 8681, second with four, well, 422 on base percentage and 77 RBIs. Uh, by the way, uh, Elias Bureau Sports reports this, that it's the highest OPS by a rookie since 1900, ahead of the one and only shoeless Joe Jackson, who produced a 1.58 OPS in 1911. Uh, his 52 extra base hits tied for the second most in a player's first 82 games with the splinted splinter, Ted Williams, and Bob Musil. This kid's been, I mean, and remember, like I said, he started June 9th in the bigs. This dude's been on fire. That's amazing to me, man. Uh, and honestly, not a lot of other really strong candidates. No, at least not in the AL. Uh, no, P- not, P- not in the American League. Peter Alonzo for the New York Mets and the NLs is my guy. He he had a franchise record 50 home runs. I was just two behind Aaron Judge's all-time record. Questions? <laughs> nope. Right? I, right? Say one for me. I mean, come on, For man. the same reason. I mean, again, Eric, Strong isn't bat. it amazing that the Mets didn't make the playoffs? I know. It's such, they got a couple of really, really good guys, but as a team, just not not enough. Uh, who's, do you have an AL manager of the year? Uh, you know what? I didn't get that deep. I so for, for me, and I, and I know Houston is their guys likely, but, uh, I, I believe, and I hope I say this right, but it's Rocco Badelli of the, of the twins, the skipper mm. who sell in, by the way, he's, uh, 
he's about to turn 38. But he in his he changed the way the Twins play baseball, and he changed the way the Twins think baseball. Like I mean, but but the past how many years he's just played in in, in confident. Like honestly, when the the bigger the game was, when they went down the stretch, the worse they became. On the field, like they they led, I think in the last ten games to the last four years, they led the league in errors, which is amazing, and they were second in the AL in strikeouts in the last final twenty games in the last five years. Uh, but this year they have ninety-seven victories. That's five shy of the franchise record since sixty-five. Ninety-nine. Is it ninety-nine now? Yeah. Jeez, Luis. All right. Well, they were there. Then they tied it. Uh, they uh, they. I mean. Look, I, I know we've talked about it. They do play in a really crappy division. Garbage, garbage division of baseball. But for a team that hadn't finished within 12 games of the division title since, I mean, in, I think in nine or ten years now, um, it's incredible, man. It's an incredible turnaround. Now, Aaron Boone is a very high candidate on this list. Close second. But I like what Rocco did. I like that. Uh, you I, good with that? I totally would be good with that. Okay. And this is what we just talked about. I mean, they- <laughs> set a major league record with home runs in a season. Yeah, uh, they've just found they've found a lot of confidence. Found in a, a fun, I think, a very fun way to win baseball games. Mm-hmm. So a lot of confidence on the Twins. Good call. Uh, in the National League. Uh, yeah, sorry. In the National League, uh, it's gonna be my man Mike Schill of the St. Louis Cardinals. Now remember, at the All Star break, do you remember the All Star break? How the Cardinals were at five hundred and everyone said they're done. Like find you know find a different route with these guys because this isn't working, and they've done it. They've done it a couple times before. It kind of reminds you of the old Bruce Bochy San Francisco Giants, where they look dead in the water, then just like it's a switch turns it on, and they have now a major league best record, thirty two and twelve. That's since August 9th. They're forty six and twenty three since the All Star break, and as good as Craig Council the Milwaukee Brewers has been, which is phenomenal by the way. What Mike did to turn this team around at the All-Star break and get back into contention in the playoffs, and not only that, but avoid the one-game wild card, wild card playoff and actually get a full series against the Braves, if that's how it happens, is incredible. Incredible stuff by Mike. That's a good point. Uh, I like that. I, um, do you take him ahead of what's going on in Atlanta? Man, he, I, I'm a Braves guy. I really, really am, but yes, I do. Not by much, but enough. Um, what the Braves did is spectacular, and to win their division too. But we talked a little bit about it. The NL East had its moments where you thought, "Oh, it might be a tough division," but it really wasn't, dude. The Mets—I mean, we talked about it. the Mets were just faltered. Um, you know, the Nationals were up there. The Miami Marlins are about—I mean, I think Green Canyon baseball could beat them at this point in time. <laughs> But and it, and for as much money as they have, they should be better, and they're not. So yeah, I I I would say, I would say be Mike, Craig, and then uh, Snicker. Interesting. Fair enough. Uh, Major League Baseball regular season concludes on Monday, September thirtieth. And by the way, just we're we're hoping for an interview. Uh, I've 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 contact, I've reached out to uh, a few people. Hoping for an interview on either Monday or Tuesday. Hoping isn't for sure yet, but to uh, have somebody on our show to to get us ready for the playoffs. That'll be fun, because I think it'll be a really interesting uh, playoff uh, uh, lineup 
Well, we still don't know what the wild card situation is going to look like in the American League. But um, you look at the Nationals story. Bryce Harper spurns them, goes somewhere else. They're able to regroup and still have a really good year. Some How great pitching uh, for the Nationals. The Braves, this young team that's playing really, really well, uh, that's come together. St. Louis coming out of that very competitive, may not be the best division, but a very competitive division. Uh, St. Louis came out of there. Milwaukee on their heels. Uh, the, and the Dodgers have just been so good for so long. So a lot of interesting things in the National League uh, as well. Is it going to be eventual collision course uh, heading towards, um, will, will it be a, a coastal series? Will it be New York versus Los Angeles uh, when it comes down, to when it's all said and done? Oh, man. New York and Los Angeles would be fun just because it's east-west coast, right? East Coast versus West. It was like Boston, L.A. Um, but then you have two Titans, too. I I mean, New York, of course, with the most World Series championships in the, in, in the majors. And L.A. looking for one since when? 19 what? <laughs> They've been to a lot of World Series. They have. necessarily won a lot of World Series in the last 20 years. When's the last time they won one? Do you know? Uh, probably in the 80s. I'd have to look at I, I was going to say 80s. It has to be. I'm not sure, though. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's anyways. I think the Dodgers get back there. I don't think they win it. <laughs> don't. They'll find a way to screw it up. For Kershaw will. Yeah. Uh, fine. Uh, by the way, Milwaukee Brewers, as we talked about, they sealed and clinched the postseason opportunity after they beat the Mets. Uh, they've won 19 games in September. Wow. That stands in stark wow. contrast with another team in their same division. Yummy. Uh, coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Ajay, you had a chance to go up to see Utah State basketball. Sure did. Um, we just want to get your observations of what you saw up there. We also want to continue to get you ready for Utah State versus Colorado State. It's homecoming week for the Aggies. Uh, here are some more comments from Utah State players getting ready for the matchup against Colorado State. Uh, we also have our pick six. Six things we think might happen this week. Love to have you play along as well. That's all ahead coming up on the Full Court Press. I'm Larry Gelwigs, the getaway guru for Columbus Travel and Princess Cruises with our three for free promotion. Book your next Princess Cruise with Columbus Travel to Alaska, Europe, the Caribbean, and get free cabin upgrades, free prepaid gratuities, and up to $800 free onboard spending money. Valid for summer 2020 sailings and after. Call Columbus Travel for details, 800-373-3328 or online at columbusvacations.com. For over 30 years, New Horizons Beauty College has been helping hundreds and hundreds of students learn a lifetime career. They come to New Horizons Beauty College to learn cosmetology, but leave with new friends and skills that will last a lifetime. Students come from Utah, Idaho, and Wyoming and receive amazing instruction. Then go on to work in or create their own salons all over. For more than 30 years, New Horizons Beauty College has been making friends of clients and students. Visit them today to experience the difference yourself. New Horizons Beauty College, 550 North Main in Logan. It's time to plan your fall home improvement project. You've had ideas on how to spruce up your outdoor space, and nothing is better than a smooth surface to party on. Castellite in Logan has pavers you can install yourself. But if you're not sure how to do it, their in-house professionals can teach you how to do it right. With Castellite, you can turn your outdoor living space into the entertainment capital of the neighborhood. For brick, block, rock, paver, and tile, go where the pros go. 
online at castalite.com. Essie Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. Couples throughout the state buy their rings from Essie Needham Jewelers because of our low prices, extensive ring selection, and extraordinary benefits and services with financing available. Go to EssieNeedham.com to learn more. We have many unique and beautiful engagement rings starting at $500. You'll find affordable engagement rings with our integrity price guarantee. This is why we are where Utah gets engaged. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block. At the sign of the clock. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Either you can't whistle or you just are terrified for how bad you're going to sound compared to the song. I can't whistle that low when it started out. You can't whistle that low? Okay. Calm that's down. A, that's a classic tune, though. Well, that's a modern version of a classic tune. Uh, so, Ajay, you had a chance to go up to see Utah State basketball today. They yeah. started practicing on Tuesday, but today they made themselves available to the media for the first time. Yeah. Quick observations about what you saw up there. They have a lot of height. Clay, Clay Stahl's a big dude, and Clay Stahl looks small in the court. That's, <laughs> That's saying, saying something. Jinx. You owe me a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they have a ton of height. Um, there's a couple, you know, watching the practice. I'm not going to get into to what I saw because it, it, it was closed. There's just a couple of times you just watch it, and you're like, oh, my gosh, this team's so tall. And that was without Namias being on the court. Uh, I know everyone's first thought is, well, what's going to happen with Namish? How does he feel? Whatever. Uh, according to Coach Smith, and you'll hear the audio in the second hour with Coach Smith, Abel Porter, and Sam Merrill, um, but Coach Smith said that uh, he's rehabbing. There is no timetable for his return, uh, but that he's impressed with his work ethic, and you know when they get him back, they'll get him back. Um, but he's he's impressed with his attitude and his willingness to work hard and so, uh, but again, no timetable for Namias' return. They're still waiting. Um, a lot of new guys, by the way. A lot of new guys. <laughs> um, you know, like, Diego comes by and he says hi to me. And then uh, who is that? Uh, someone came by and said hi to Al and whatever. And then the new guys just walk by and kind of look at each other like, who are these guys? You know, and I mean, Al's Al Lewis. How do you? But I, again, it's just all brand new to them. Uh, they, they look great. I mean, they, well, I guess a couple of them are kind of dragging their legs right now as, you know, their first practice, they went pretty hard. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, man, it's exciting. It's so, it was so nice to just go back and see basketball. Oh, I can't wait. First game is Halloween Eve. Yep. Right? Uh, Yep. Exhibition game. Uh, it was interesting talking to Coach Smith, uh, the, the schedule's really fun for the fans. Really, really fun. It's hard to do as a coach, though. You know, you, I mean, uh, Coach Eric Peterson, you know, he, he's in charge of schedule. Uh, coach uh, Smith and then John, Mr. John Hartwell oversee it. Uh, but, man, it's, it's a really fun schedule for fans, but it's a really exhausting to do, thing to do for coaches. And it was interesting, uh, and you'll hear – Sam briefly mentioned it. You'll hear Coach Smith talk about a little bit about it. 
teams don't want to come to the spectrum. Like the whole one in one thing, they're like, yeah, we don't want to come to the spectrum. We heard Stu Morrill say that often. Yeah. When he was a head coach. Like, I mean, he's calling like legit squads, you know, and, and they just. They don't want to play him here at the Spectrum. That's a compliment, by the way, to you, Aggie fans, <laughs> that they don't want to come here and play in front of you guys. They realize the little pain in the end you are, verbally and vocally. And well, I yeah. think it's a good recognition, right, that this the atmosphere has improved, but also that the team itself yes. has improved. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's funny. Uh, Sam was asked about being on Street and Smith's basketball magazine. Now, did you ever know about Street and Smith's basketball team? Or a basketball magazine? Sorry, not team. Basketball magazine? I've heard of it. I've, I've never, never really heard of consumed it. it. So so they asked Sam about it, like first question off, and Sam's like, I don't even know what that magazine is. And Al and a couple other guys were just offended. They're like, You've never heard of it? He's like, No. Supposed to? <laughs> um and, and and Sam just says, look, I'm just I just want to play basketball. Like this is fun. You know, we understand the the hype and the expectation, but we're just you know, we're here to have, you know, to go out there and play hard and hopefully win a few basketball games and, and, and get ourselves a Mountain West championship. That's what their goal is. So the hype and the attention that they, they know it's there. They hear it, they see it everywhere they go. I asked Abel Porter about it and Abel says, Look, it's it's fun, you know, we recognize it, but you know, we we have we have goals, and we we have you know, an, an end goal of this, and we want to be in the NCAA tournament. We want to be the Mountain West champs going to the NCAA tournament. And so the whole hype thing is it's it's train, it's real, it's loud, but uh, it's it, that's what it is. It's a train that does nothing for this team, and it doesn't give them anything automatically. Um, last thing I wanted to point out. Um, Man, Justin Bean's going to be a factor this year again. Just know that. Justin Bean's going to be a huge factor in this season. That kid is, he'll ball out. He'll do all the dirty. What Adam Keefe was to the Utah Jazz, Justin Bean's going to be to the Utah State Aggies. I love to hear that. I just, I worry also when I think about Justin Bean that he can stay healthy. Mm. Uh, Because sometimes a player that goes all out is also prone to get hurt. Sure. Uh, but he, when he's on the court, he did a lot of those little things that don't always show up in a stat sheet, but helps the team continue to apply pressure to opposing defenses or, on the flip side, makes things happen offensively to, to keep this, the team alive. That's a good point. I, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be all right. Um, all the new guys that are there, um, you know, it, there, there is a question of, you know how do you how do you uh, bring these guys in and, and and get them in rhythm with you know coach's system and and Sam said you know we 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 are together a lot you know we always hang out we're together you know we we bond with each other it isn't like oh these are the new guys and these are the veteran guys and we're two separate cliques they are one and then Coach Smith alluded to the same thing saying hey look our you know these are new guys and they have to get you know get adjusted to to school to to Logan, to, you know, Division One basketball, so on and so forth. And then he noted, but having guys like Merrill, Justin Bean, Abel Porter, Diego Burrito, um, has been really huge. And Brock Miller, by the way, has been really huge uh, for this uh, 
for this new group coming in. Like he he can Coach Smith can turn those kind of a lot of those things over to the, these players, these veterans, and they know that they'll keep them in line, keep them in check, and uh, and make sure that they're ready to go for the season. So I know it's not really specific in what I'm saying, but I it's, I have to be very um, vague and general just because it was a close practice. We did see some things, but not allowed to talk about it. So was it a blood oath? Did you have to like cut your palm and then shake someone's hand? Well, I had a spit shake with. Uh, with a couple of players, and then we all had to do this, like, what's it called? This uh, witchcraft chant. You know, we still want to get in trouble, man. Together. We're getting, we're, we're, we're being allowed to go interview these guys for practice, but we, uh, <laughs> we. No, yes, you, you want to make if sure If Coach that... Smith or Coach Peterson is listening right now, and they <laughs> find me saying something I'm not supposed to say, we're done. That's the last time you get any, yeah. Yeah chance to see that stuff no but it's still an interesting observations we will hear from craig smith sam merrill abel porter we'll hear from all of them next hour so stay tuned for that uh, and uh hear them hear the uh, the audio in its entirety uncut yep as it were well uncut oh i mean the front and the back are cut because we couldn't play the conversations that we had until the interview started so the front's cut off the official part of the interview, you'll hear <laughs> unfettered. Dude, give me your thoughts on this. Breaking news. Give me the breaking news bumper, Eric. Bum, 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 bum. Shakira and Jennifer Lopez will be this year's halftime entertainment. Mm, I heard that. That sucks. Why can't we get Why? somebody good? Why? You, you Those want are Gen- great. Shakira? Yeah. I mean... Neither one of them has had like anything major recently, but they have a lot of hits between and them. And Jennifer's like they will get on the stage and sing dude, a lot of songs that nineteen ninety eight man will be familiar. With. Jennifer's sixty years old. She's no not one that wants old. to sing her old wrinkly. She's not that old. Body in a two piece suit, singing "Get Right" from nineteen ninety seven. Man, J Lo's not that old. Uh, well, depends. Hey, let's move past that. <laughs> let's go to, uh, let's move on to pick six, shall we? Sure. Sure. Do you have yours ready or do you need like a break to? No, I'm good. Let's do it. Think about what you want to do. I'm ready. All right. So you won last week. So you get to And decide. by the way, I'm still waiting for my gift. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, Speaking man. of winning, uh, yeah. Um, okay. I'll I'll, uh, I'll let you go. No, wait. I'll, yeah, I'll let you go first. Okay, fair enough. All right, Utah State, Colorado State. My my three are all about that game on Saturday. Oh, great. Colorado State rushing yards. One sixty-five and a half. Over or under. Over. I'm going to take the under. I think the Utah State run defense is going to be pretty stout. There's some question about who may even be running the ball for the Rams. Okay, on the flip side, Utah State rushing yards. 245 and a half. Jeez, dude. Call. 
Uh, under? I'm going to take the over. Look, they've let pretty mediocre offenses run the ball at will against them. Toledo ran the ball for over 400 yards. Arkansas and Colorado ran the ball for over 240 yards themselves. Can I change mine to over? Nope. Too late. Sydney. Yes, I can. You can't say no. You haven't posted it yet. You can change it. Nope. It's written down. Yes, you can. So let it be written, so let it be done. I heard that somewhere. All right, Shakespeare. Shakespeare. It wasn't Shakespeare. It was. Uh, USU third down conversion percentage. I've set it at 53.5%. Over. I'm going to take the over also. Well, good for you. Uh, Utah State was 50% against San Diego State. Um, I think they'll be even a little bit better against the Rams. Okay? Your three things in our pick six. Uh, Texas Tech is in Norman to play the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, We are sending our thoughts, condolences, and prayers to the Red Raiders. Jalen Hurts will have a total of 325 yards, 325 and a half yards over under. Total. Passing and rushing? Yes. All purpose? Yes. Let's see. Jalen Hurts, all purpose yards. 325 and a half. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take the over. Me too. Okay. Oklahoma by 42 and a half over under. Oklahoma by 42 and a half. I'm going to take the under. Take the over. What? <laughs> You're all stunned. 42 and a half. Dude, this is against o- another Power 5 team. <laughs> yeah, they might be a Power 5 team, but it's Texas Tech. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Arizona beat them like 38 to 7. All right. Uh, final one. Make sure I have this right. Dude, you're like 20 seconds. You're like two. No, turn it off, dude. You lost your opportunity. Um, and I have to find one because I don't have a third one here. What? You told me you were ready. Shut up. You told me you had them all ready. Well, I lied. I to asked you. if you needed a break. How does it feel to know I lied to you? I know does how you roll. Feel good? That lied to you? All right, we're just gonna listen to this kitschy music for a while until you get it figured out. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do Trevor Lawrence versus North Carolina. 275 and a half passing yards, over under. 275 and a half passing yards. Yes, over under. Uh, against North Carolina? Yeah. Mm. I'm going to take... Wait. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the under. Okay. Fair enough. Well, yeah, it's fair enough. All right. Here's a recap. 
This week's pick six. Six things we think might happen this weekend. Colorado State rushing yards, 165 and a half. I took the under, you took the over. USU rushing yards at 245 and a half. I took the over, you went under. USU third down conversion percentage at 53 and a half. We both went over. Jalen Hurts all-purpose yards against Texas Tech at 325 and a half. Both of us went over. Oklahoma margin of victory against the Texas Tech Red Raiders at 42 and a half. Uh, I went under. You went over. And uh, Trevor Lawrence passing yards at 275 and a half. I went over. You took the under. The six things we think might happen this weekend in our pick six. We'll post it on our Facebook page, 106.9 The Fan. Get on there and like our page. Nobody likes our page. We have 64 people. Get on there. We need more friends. Yes, we do. Because it's fun when people say, oh, I would take this or that. I would agree with you or disagree with you on those things. Yeah. I mean, you tell me I suck at my show, but at least argue with me on pick six. Don't just go for the grapefruits. Pick six. Facebook.com slash 1069 the fan. Make sure you check a little bit later on this evening. It'll be there. And uh, yeah, let us know how you'd vote. We'll put it on our own personal Twitter accounts as well. Uh, Eric, coming up next, we need to get to this. Uh, Bleacher Report's all time player rankings uh, sparked some debate, some anger, some hatred. Some tears, some sadness, some laughing. None of it was positive. We'll tell you why. All right, that's next on the Full Court Press. Turn that off. I swear. What else, What happened? To, who wants to be a... Did you know that the airport road is under construction this month? But you can still come to Daryl's for great deals. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Check out our website for detour maps to the store or just shop online at Daryl'sAppliance.com. We just received a new shipment of scratch and dent appliances priced 30 to 50% below Daryl's already low prices. They include a two-year full warranty. Save time and money and get the Daryl's difference. Why go anywhere else? Daryl's Appliance, West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays and 5 p.m. Saturday. Hi, this is Bob Larson from LSS Insurance. There are so many Medicare plan choices available for 2020. Medicare annual open enrollment starts October 1st through December 7th. Come see us at LSS Insurance and we'll help you compare plans, answer your questions, and assist you in every step of the way. There's no cost to work with us, so please call 752-9493. Why not take advantage of every benefit available? Come see us. Call 752-9493. 
The Preston Golf and Country Club is hosting the Fall One-Man Scramble Saturday, September 28th. It's a 10 a.m. shotgun start. Entry fee is $65 for non-members and $50 for members, including cart. The tournament is filling fast and is limited to the first 80 players. To register or for more information, contact the Pro Shop at the Preston Golf and Country Club, 208-852-2408. Or check out the Preston Golf and Country Club's Facebook page. Experts tell us that the three areas of balance for proper health are exercise, nutrition, and sleep. This is Ryan, owner of My Mattress. And while My Mattress Store can't really help with exercise and nutrition, we can help with better sleep. If a person started today to live a balanced life in health, exercise, and sleep, uh, three things might happen. One, we might throw away the bag of peanut M&Ms that we have stashed. Two, we might get up off the couch and exercise. And three, we'd come buy a new mattress here at My Mattress. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. The end of the year means cold weather and, yes, the last few months of health insurance season. Many of you have some cash in your flexible spending accounts that needs to be used before it goes away by December 31st. From compression stockings to wheelchairs and walkers, you may be surprised to see what you can get for little to no out-of-pocket cost. Visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson, Full Court Press here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Also streaming online, 106.9thefan.com. where you can also find the link to join our Cash Valley Media Group Preps Pick'em Contest. Get the highest score this week. You'd win 100 bucks to spend how you will at McDonald's. Got the McRib coming back. But they're... Uh, you can eat to your heart's content. Supersize it if you want. But uh, make sure you get your picks in early by tomorrow afternoon. Remember, Rich High School, they start their games earlier than most everybody else. So you have to get your picks in before they play. They play at 4. So I'd recommend getting them in before lunch tomorrow. Or better yet, just get them done tonight. Uh, it's a fun contest. It's easy to do. If you haven't won before, it's fine. You can still win tonight. You could still end up winning the uh, uh, grand prize. Because if you're a weekly winner, you could you are automatically entered into be a finalist for our grand prize, a 65 inch 4K TV from Lens Audio and Video. But uh, really want to thank Logo Shop uh, for making all of this possible for us. Great place for your booster clubs, your club sports, competitive teams, and uh, helping us power this whole contest. Uh, but, Ajay, there's a, lists are always interesting because everybody has their own opinion and they want to debate uh, who's on the list, who shouldn't be on the list, or the order of the list. Bleacher Report put one together, which... Right there in and of itself, coming from the Bleach Report, should give you some pause about how much validity you put into this. Yeah. but Especially they, when three-year-olds write it. <laughs> their, 
They put together the 50 best players in the NBA. Oh, boy. <clears throat> oh, boy. Um, you know, I make bad decisions in my life, but I do it sober. Bleacher Report makes bad decisions in their lives and when they're writing articles, and they are not sober. Drugs. Like, let me give you, okay, let me give you the top 15 players. You ready? Kevin Durant, this is going from 15 to 1. So 15th is Kevin Durant. 14 is Kobe Bryant. 13 is Akeem Olajuwon. 12 is David Robinson. 11, Oscar Robinson. 10, Stefan. I barely play any games because I have a hurt ankle curry. Nine's Will Chamberlain. Come on, the dude's won several championships. Oh my, don't, don't, don't. I swear to life, do not do this right now, Eric. I'm already livid. Eight's Bill Russell. Seven is Tim Duncan. <laughs> Six is Shaquille O'Neal. Five is Larry Bird. Four is Magic Johnson. Three is Kareem. Two is LeBron James. And one is Michael Jordan. I have no problem with one at all whatsoever. He's the greatest player of all time. Two is just fine by me. LeBron James, what he's done is, is incredible. Four and five are great. Magic and Larry are totally understandable. Shaq. What do you got about Kareem? You skipped right over Kareem at number three. I put, I put Bill Russell over Kareem. Ooh. Why? Tell me why you wouldn't, though. Kareem. I would put Kareem on the Mount Rushmore. You, have over four, Bill? Four players to choose from. Bill had 22.5 rebounds, 15.1 uh, points per game, 4.5 assists per game. Now, he didn't have the raw numbers that Chamberlain put up, but they were still pretty dang good. What really gets me the most is that the Bleacher Report's written by six-year-olds who are level with Stephen Curry. Tell me, explain to me how David Robinson, the Dream Akeem, Kobe Bryant, and Kevin Durant are under Steph Curry. How does that work? Oh, by the way, Dirt Nowitzki, 17th. Okay. Jerry West, the logo is 18th. Barkley's 19th. That's understandable. Number 20 is Carl Malone. Where's Stock? Is Stockton even on the list? Probably not. They probably don't even know who Stockton is. Scotty Pippen's 25. John Havlicek's 26. <laughs> 28th Chris Paul and 29th John Stockton. So wait, time out. The guy who led the league in steals and assists has set records in steals and assists in the NBA is 29th. He is 19 spots behind Steph Curry? No, wait. He's behind Chris Paul? And neither of them have, have won titles, but John Stockton's been to two NBA Finals. But he's behind freaking Chris Paul? See, millennials are the problem with this world, and they continue to prove it here. Isaiah Thomas, number 47. Yeah, dude, that's embarrassing. That's really low. That's horrible. Clyde Drexler's 20, 32 on this list, man. Uh, the thing that stands out to me the most is how low they put Kobe Bryant. 14th. Uh, that's a guy that's won multiple NBA championships. Well, we got he's, he's 20 seconds. To, we don't have time to do this. He's been to multiple NBA finals, multiple MVP awards. He's 14th. Dude, Allen Iverson didn't even make this list. Yeah, that's a messed up list. And Drugs. Chris Paul over John Stockton. 
Heresy. Don't do drugs, kids. This is what happens. Don't do it. It'll fry your brain. You'll end up on the bleacher report. <laughs> I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Back in the day, NFL players would hold out, and sometimes it was a big deal, but nothing like today. We didn't have social media and dozens of daily football shows on TV. Players kind of disappeared. Today, we know a whole lot more about how guys feel about their contracts, and sometimes we know too much. We cover every detail like it's breaking news. The latest star player in the spotlight is the Jags cornerback Jalen Ramsey. He showed up to training camp in a Brinks truck to let his team know that he wanted to get paid. Then after week two, he asked to be traded. This week, he missed practice with a mysterious illness. Missed another practice. These are the dog ate my homework days of NFL excuses. Then Ramsey left for Nashville because his girlfriend was set to deliver their baby. All right, that's a little different excuse, but it doesn't change how uncomfortable this is becoming for both sides, even if these awkward contract situations are becoming the new norm in the National Football League. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.